fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hey everybody and welcome to part two of the Metallicast in Summer for All series where I am doing a weekly track-by-track breakdown of the Injustice for All album leading up to its 30th anniversary this August. This is a look at track two, the title track, Injustice for All. So the Injustice for All album has a general theme to it. The band was always very hesitant to call it a concept album, but similar to Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets, it has a general theme, which I'm going to talk about because the title track is the epitome of that theme. So this is a quote from Lars Ulrich from September 1988. I'm getting this quote from Metallica in their own words, a book by Mark Putterford. Lars says... A concept. I don't like that word. A concept to me is something really contrived and premeditated, where you sit down and plan everything out to the smallest detail. The Justice thing is just something that fits a lot of the album's lyrical content. It's kind of like Ride the Lightning and Master Puppets, where Ride the Lightning mostly dealt with death crap, and Master Puppets was more about shit like manipulation and crap like that. This new one has a general theme. Definitely staying away from the word concept, running through it which is based on this whole Justice thing. We thought it would make a strong album title, so we decided to use it. Plus, what's cool about it is that it's not too direct. People can look at it in a lot of different ways, whether it be a bit sarcastic or a bit humorous or a bit serious or what have you. Injustice for All is written by Ulrich, Heffield, and Tammet. It has, according to Metallica.com, been performed 257 times. The first time was on September 11th, 1988 in Budapest. And the last time it was performed was August 9th, 2014 in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Maybe this will be a song that resurfaces on the upcoming World Wire Tour, but... This is sort of the song that is infamous with Metallica fans for them not really liking to perform it. This was seen as sort of the epitome of the Injustice for All album, not just in lyrical content, like I mentioned, but also in the overall musical direction of the album. The song is nearly 10 minutes long. It is very busy, a lot of different riffs, some time changes, not on the same level as some of the other songs in the album. But it's all still there. And the band supposedly was exhausted when they came off stage. In fact, there's a quote from Hammett where he noted the length of the songs was problematic for some of the fans and for the band themselves. The quote is, Touring behind it, we realized that the general consensus was that songs were too fucking long. One day after we played Justice and got off the stage, one of us said, We're never fucking playing that song again. Obviously, they would play it, but 
you know, this was sort of the beginning of the Black Album era, having that attitude of we've maxed out what we can do on in terms of the progressive side of what we have been doing for the last 10 or so years. Now, let's see if we can strip it down and go in a different direction. A more tight, concise, commercial direction is where they ended up going. And Dewan cannot mention this song being played live without, of course, oh, lovely, lovely Doris. The beautiful statue of Lady Justice that, when this was performed on the Damaged Justice Tour back in 1988-1989, during the climax of this song, Doris would come crumbling down. Symbolizing, of course, to quote the chorus, Justice is lost, justice is raped, justice is gone. Pulling your strings, justice is done. Seeking no truth, winning is all. Find it so grim, so true, so real. Justice is lost, justice is raped, justice is gone. Pulling your strings, justice is done. Seeking no truth, winning is all. Find it so grim, so true, so real. Now, I have heard many times that the band got the idea for this song and got the song and album title from the movie of the same name. Injustice for All was a film released in 1979 starring Al Pacino. It was a critical and blockbuster success at the time, nominated for two Academy Awards. I'm not sure if this story is true, if it's ever been confirmed by any of the band members themselves. I did as much research as I could leading up to this episode. I was not able to find anything that 100% confirmed it. If you have something, you being the Metallicast Militia, have something that you know for a fact 100% confirms this story, please let me know on social media, at Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Because I cannot find anything myself, but it does not mean it's out there. But I know I've heard this story um, about the band getting the name and the idea from the movie. Here is the trailer. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my name is Arthur Kirkland, and I am the defense counsel for the defendant. And to the pivot for which it stands... Look, if you're going to try to make a deal with me, you might wind up right back in jail. Well, if everyone agrees that I'm innocent, how come I'm going back to jail? One nation under God is invisible. It's the law. It's insane. Liberty and justice for all. And justice is, as any reasonable person would tell you, the finding of the truth. He goes to law school. Ah. I'm a lawyer. You are also a revolting, despicable scum of the earth. So you're not going to ask me, are you now, or have you ever been a lawyer? That wasn't amusing, Mr. Kirkland. You talk to me like that, you're not going to get me into bed, dear. Yes, I will. Judge, we're ready to reconvene. Be right there. This is a man who's making value decisions on people's lives. Wait a minute! Don't you even care? This is their thing. 
to gear up for this kind of thing, Jeff. The prosecution is not going to get that man today. You don't threaten that child. I move for a mistrial. My If he's allowed to go free, then something really wrong is going on Mr. here. Mr. Kirkland, you are out of order. You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. Gentlemen, need I remind you, you are in a court of law? I'm not sure how much of the plot you could pick up from the trailer itself, but according to imdb.com, the plot is a lawyer, played by Al Pacino, is forced to defend a guilty judge while defending other innocent clients and trying to find punishment for the guilty and provide justice for the innocent. So, basically, it's about the corrupt court system. Now, this is another quote from Lars Ulrich, which is from the same book I mentioned before, Metallica in their own words. And this is another quote from September 1988. And he says, it's about the core systems in the U.S. where it seems like no one is even concerned with finding out the truth anymore. It's becoming more and more like one lawyer versus another type situation where the best lawyer can alter justice in any way he wants. And I think when you look at the lyrics as a whole, that becomes very clear. And I think my biggest takeaway is similar to Blackened, where James Heffield says, see your mother put to death, see your mother die, but it's in reference to Mother Earth. He sort of takes this abstract concept and makes it human. And he does the same thing in Injustice for All, at least in my opinion, when he says... Lady Justice has been raped, truth assassin, rolls of red tape, seal your lips, now you're done in, their money tips her scales again, make your deal, just what is truth I cannot tell, cannot feel. Seeing Lady Justice has been raped, you get the point that it's not literally a woman being raped, it's about, you know, again, the corruption of the justice system, but using it in that way, it's very direct in my opinion and it really stands out and sort of humanizes this abstract concept And perhaps abstract is not the right word I'm looking for, but I think you get the point. I'm just a dummy who does a podcast out of his basement, right? Give me a break. Now, musically... The main things that stand out to me about this song are, first, the introduction. Up to this point, there have not been too many Metallica songs that have a soft introduction and then gets heavy. 
yes, we had Fight Fire with Fire with its acoustic intro. Same thing with Battery. But it just overall is a little bit different. It has that acoustic intro, gets heavy, then goes back to its acoustic intro. It's similar to sort of what the band did in its ballads. Fade to Black, Welcome Home Sanitarium, even one later on on this album. But they've never really done that kind of dynamic work just for an introduction. Where it goes soft, loud, back to soft. And then it does start building up. said the intro for Injustice for All was sort of unique up to this point again in terms of the dynamics that are used going soft to loud soft to loud but Metallica would definitely use this similar dynamic play on albums that followed most recently on Hardwired to Self-Destruct the intro to Murder One reminds me a bit of the intro to Injustice for All <laughs> Unlike Fight Fire with Fire and Battery that I mentioned before because of their acoustic intros, Injustice for All does not really build up and explode into this heavy, fast, thrash metal riff. In fact, it sort of builds up and then stops in this cool, sort of weird, unique thing happens where the drummer, Mr. Lars Ulrich, takes the lead. And the guitars sort of go into this groove-oriented riff that is built around a drum beat. Going back to the same interview I quoted before about the Injustice for All lyrics, Lars talks about the song musically. He says, This one is something like 10 minutes long. It also goes through some different shit along the way with various feels and a lot of changes. It's pretty uppity tempo for the most part. But it's a little different for us in that the main riff is centered around this weird drum beat that I came up with in the rehearsal studio one day. It's not even a straightforward kind of beat. It's more like a sideways type of thing with a lot of tom action and stuff. But it sounded cool, so we used it.
Now, like a lot of the songs on the Just For All album, the title track has a lot of time changes, but not to the same degree as Blackened, which we covered in the first part of the In Summer For All series. I mean, Blackened might hold the record for having the most time changes in all Metallica songs. And there are some odd ones that we talked about, 7-4, 6-4. Now, the Justice song sticks to more traditional time signatures, but it does mix it up between 4-4, four, 2-4, four, 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 and sometimes it's only for a quick measure or two. For example, at 1 minute 20 seconds, which is the intro riff you just heard, the band plays two measures of 4-4, four, four, one measure of 2-4, then goes back to 4-4, four, four, and then the riff repeats. See if you could hear the meter yourself, even though I think it can be a little bit difficult, especially if you're not an experienced musician, because to quote Lars, his drumbeat is a little bit sideways sounding, and therefore he's not playing on a strict downbeat like you would hear at the beginning of a song like Inter Sandman. So again, I'm going to play the intro riff one more time. See if you can figure out what part is 4-4, what part is 2-4. So if I was playing this song and I needed to count along, I would count it 1 and 2, 3 and 4, 1 and 2 and 3, 4, 1 and 2, 1 and 2 and 3, 4. So let me count while I clap the rhythm of the song and I will count again as if I'm singing the riff. 1 and 2, 3 and 4, 1 and 2 and 3, 4, 1 and 2, 1 and 2 and 3, 4. So hopefully that helps you. Hopefully you heard the time signature. If not, I'll give you more chances to practice throughout the In Summer For All series. And if you are confused as to what I am talking about, if you went back and checked out the first part of the In Summer For All series where I talk about Blackened, I explain uh, in detail about what a time signature and meter is. And I also do the same in the Master of Puppets track-by-track breakdown that I did earlier back in Episode 3. So feel free to go back and study up. Yes, Metallicast Militia, I am giving you homework. Now, the pattern of Injustice for All is actually somewhat repetitive when you look at it. It flows nicely. It flies by, in my opinion. It does not feel like an almost 10-minute song because there are subtle feel changes and breaks in the action. But it is sort of repetitive, following a more traditional verse-chorus structured than some of the other more progressive Metallica songs on this album and on other albums that we will be looking at. But one of the other parts of the song that sort of stand out to me is the solo section, and the band sort of breaks back into a familiar part, but they really slow down the tempo. They do what is called a retard, R-I-T-A-R-D, and then they get back on track and slowly the song builds back up to the final 
verse and chorus. thing I remember about listening to this song for the first time that I absolutely loved was you can frequently hear the slides and the guitar strings. It feels like human beings are playing this song. And that's not something you always get on albums nowadays where everything is so processed and digital. They can eliminate through the mixing and mastering and the whole process a lot of these little subtle things if they want to. But I always loved that sound of the guitar slides and the just the fingers on the strings. I always really loved that about this album. And this song in particular, you can always really hear it, in my opinion. And when you listen to this song again, see if you can hear that. And maybe it'll do something for you maybe it will not but that's just a memory I have about hearing this song for the first time and it just stuck with me all these years later now I'm gonna wrap this up this is part two of the in summer for all series I have a lot of great stuff coming up for you I've lined up a few guest hosts I'm still contemplating possibly doing a live episode seeing what the best way for me to do that would be if you have any contributions you want to make Metallicast Militia whether it's through contributing a cover song or maybe you want to jump in as a guest host on one of the available songs please hit me up at Metallicast Pod on Facebook Twitter and Instagram you can also email me Metallicast at fans.experts.com you can find all the In Summer for All episodes, as well as all the other Metallicast episodes, wherever podcasts are available. iTunes, Google, Stitcher, YouTube, Playapod, our home site, fansnotexperts.com. If you are able to, please subscribe. Please download. Let's get those numbers up and start taking over the world. Metallicast Militia. As always, I want to finish this episode with a cover song. And as I'm doing throughout the whole In Summer For All series, I want to end with a cover of the song that I am doing. I realized when I listened back to the Blackened episode, I said cover a lot at the end. I was like, I want to play a cover of the song that I'm covering. If you have covers, cover, cover, cover. So I'm trying not to do that at the end of this episode. And I think I just failed. But anyways... This was a suggestion from one of the listeners, Kid Hale. He has been a loyal supporter on social media, Facebook and Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter, actually, at KenHale25, at KenHale25. And he suggested this piano cover of Just For All, which is really cool. It's by a woman who goes by the username VKGoesWild. Her actual name is, and I might butcher this, Victoria, spelled V-I-K-T-O-R-I-Y-A, Victoria 
Yermolyeva, Y-E-R-M-O-L-Y-E-V-A. But you can find her at VK Goes Wild on YouTube. And I believe she has a website, which is VKGoesWild.com. She does a lot of different piano covers. Here is VK Goes Wild playing Injustice for All. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, middle up your ass. Yeah.
Amazon experts.